Hey siblings, welcome to Agape Answers, where we create a safe space for young adults to come and lay their burdens down through approachable and responsive conversation about the walk of faith, kingdom lifestyle, and relevant social issues impacting young people today. Every month, we facilitate Bible-focused conversation with real-world application to serve as a reminder of God's constant, unconditional love. I hope you'll stick around and remember to check out the show notes to see how to engage with me on social media, and feel free to email me as well. I'm your host, Jordan DeVoe, and this is Agape Answers. Have a seat, grab something to drink, and let's get into it. Y'all, I recorded this entire message and, or I thought I did, and then it wasn't there. Um, And it just encouraged me all the more because I said the enemy does not want me to get this out of my spirit because he knows just how impactful God's word is for today. So we are going to record it again. (laughs) And I hope that you will stick around. I am very excited for the word today that comes from the book of Ephesians, Paul's letter to the Ephesians chapter three, beginning at verse 18 and continuing into verse 19. And it reads, and may you have the power to understand as all God's people should, how wide how long, how high, and how deep his love is. May you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to understand fully. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. Today, I'll be speaking on the subject, love at first sight. Trigger warnings for today's episode include brief non-graphic mentioning of suicide, child loss, and the current global health crisis. And all trigger warnings will always be listed in the show notes. Shall I compare thee to a summer's day? Thou art more lovely and more temperate. An excerpt from one of the most famous written works on the mystery of love by William Shakespeare. But God's love is not a summer's day. God's love is every season, every gust of wind, every torrential downpour. Our society believes that true love looks like a happily ever after. Humanity has wrestled with this idea of love for centuries. From Aristotle to Luther Vandross to John Legend to Daniel Caesar, love is the most widely accepted yet vastly misunderstood aspect of the identity of God in the Christian faith. Love is not a feeling. Love is not an action. It is not an isolated incident. God's love takes no convincing. God's love cannot be quantified. His love permeates all that we do. If we attempt to describe his love with human terminology, we will always miss the mark. God's love is mind-boggling, overflowing, abundant, omnipotent. God's love is founded on the refusal to give up on any of his children. God's love will always chase you. God's love is not human. God's love is complex yet simultaneously simple. 
God's love is everything we are not. God's love is everything that we need and then some. But Jordan, why are we even talking about this? Obviously, God loves us. We learned that on the first day of Sunday school. Well, I'm glad you asked. This message is for two kinds of people and those that fall somewhere in between. First being the unloved. The ones that believe God has somehow forgotten about them. The young lady who believes that her mistakes are so unforgivable that God can never look past them. The young man that is struggling with his identity and believes that his questions will scare this God away. That person that has convinced themselves that they have reached such a low point in their life that God's redemption can't still reach them. This message is for you. Secondly, the unloving. The ones that have spent so much time on this walk with God that they judge other people without even realizing it. The ones that are convinced that the grace that covered their multitude of sins can't be extended to anyone else. The ones that somehow believe that they are the measuring stick with which God measures righteousness. This message is also for you. God's love exists in the most ugly, unlikely places. God's love is in the passenger seat on the way to the abortion clinic. God's love is in the hearts of officers patrolling the Golden Gate Bridge for suicidal jumpers. God's love is in the worst storm of your life. God's love is in the eyes of the person you could never forgive. God's love is there. In the moments that you felt the most unlovable, God's love was there. When you woke up the next morning and he or she wasn't there for breakfast, God's love was there too. When you nearly swerved off the road after too much to drink or too little sleep, God's love was there. If you're ever looking for God's love, look under the dirt and debris of your past, in your skeletons, underneath the rubble of the things you'd rather forget. That is where you will find it. That is where God's love resides. If we take God's love out of the box that we humanity have created, the love with which God created the world could unleash its true transformative nature. So during our time together today, I can't promise you that you will walk away with a complete understanding of God's love after this one episode. But what I believe God wants us to understand instead is that we will never understand the breath of his love, but that his love is available. So for the time that is yours and mine to share, I wish to unpack a little bit of the true essence of God's love. Number one, God's love is illogical. Let's be honest, God's love for us makes no sense, which is my favorite thing about it. With human reasoning, a shepherd leaving 99 of his own sheep to chase the one that has wandered off makes no sense at all. The English dictionary would define this agape, unconditional love as insanity, doing the same thing over and over in hope of an alternate result. But the Bible says, yet and still, God stands at the door and knocks. If you don't answer, he'll be back the next day. If you're too busy, if you're wrapped up in some guy or some girl or some other person, he'll be back the next day. If you're angry with him, He'll be back the day after that, knocking, 
God chases and chases, knowing that his love may not be returned. This week, I watched a TED Talk given by a man by the name of Kevin Briggs. Kevin works as an officer that patrols the Golden Gate Bridge in San Francisco, California. The Golden Gate Bridge is often revered for its infrastructure, its placement, and its architecture. But this particular bridge is a common destination for many persons that have contemplated suicide. A major component of Kevin's service involves responding to calls concerning individuals who are just inches away from taking their own lives. This man will talk to each of these people for hours, hours on end in efforts to bring them back to safety. What I found so admirable about his work is that every time a person decides to straddle this line between life and death, He starts up a conversation with them, even with the significant chance that they will not come back over that railing. During Kevin's time doing this work, he has only lost two people, but he believes that that is too, too many. God's love is just as persistent. God will answer the call every time to come to your rescue, to come to your aid, to shower his love on you, to invite you to be in relationship with him more closely. Sometimes we get nervous about coming to God with our issues because all signs point to him turning his back on us and that we don't deserve a love like this. But if you hear nothing else today, please understand that God loves you, mistakes and all. Number two, God's love is the original. When I got to college, it was my first time living away from home. But in high school, my mom would drive me to school every day. And I really miss our car rides in the morning listening to music. But one of the things my mom would do in the car was never failing to remind me if a song came on that I liked, that it was only a sample of the original. Trust me, it got annoying at times, but it's helping me with my message today. Because a lot of the time, more often than not, the remix is not nearly as good as the original. We go and look for love in so many places. In compliments, acceptance, praise applause from other people, when the original is so much better. Sometimes it's easy to fall for the sample thinking it's the original. But God's love isn't tainted by society. God's love isn't shaped by our Instagram explore page. God's love doesn't care what's trending on Twitter. God just loves you. God's love doesn't cite any prior source. It just is. God's love is it. God's love existed before humans established language. God's love existed before we ever had words to describe it. It can't be compared. Think of the most love you've ever felt from another person. That love, that love in its purest, most authentic form, only provides a faint resemblance of the love that God himself truly is. In preparing for this episode, I sat down and set a timer for about a minute and a half, and I wrote down every word that came to mind when I thought of the love of God. I wrote down over 70 words in 90 seconds. Refuge, friendship, mercy, listening, patience, closeness, victory, covering, purpose. The list goes on and on. But the amazing thing is, that these words don't even scratch the surface. God's love is everything that we weren't. God wrapped himself, wrapped love in human flesh, 
because we were so far from it. Number three, God's love is inexhaustible. In other words, it cannot run out. God's love has no conditions, no what ifs. God loves differently than we do because God loves like he's never been hurt before. Morning by morning, new mercies we see. The word says he throws our sins into the sea of forgetfulness. Why? Because his love never runs out. Because his love is not indicative of our own goodness. Our culture will change its opinion faster than the weather forecast. This puts young people, and people in general, in a bit of a bind because trying to keep up with a society that had no intention of loving you to begin with, to fit in or to be accepted, is exhausting. Trying to look like the women I see on social media, trying to live a lifestyle beyond my budget, trying to stay on top of the latest trends, all of that on top of the day-to-day struggles of just being a young woman figuring things out is frankly tiring. But I pray you receive and declare on today that you are loved beyond belief. You are cherished. And the wonderful thing about this love is that you do not need to earn it. Not many people believe in love at first sight. Many realists don't think that you can look at someone and immediately know that this is true love. But I'd like to argue that God saw you and said you were a masterpiece. God loved you from the moment he laid eyes on you and continues to love you just as deeply, just as earnestly as the day you first met. God's love makes you walk differently. God's love gives you a posture of security. The word teaches us that the true birthmark of a disciple is how you share this love. It's how you love your coworker, your friend, your family member. It's how you love the person that doesn't look like you, that lives a life that you don't personally agree with or you can't see for yourself. How you love your sibling that gets on your last nerve. That is how the world will know who you belong to. That love gives us power to conquer anything. When you begin to truly experience the immensity of the love of God, our text today says that you will receive the fullness of life and power that comes from God. And that's real cute until you actually receive it. That can go in one ear and out the other and those can really just be words but it becomes the word when you apply it. God's love is closer to you than your next breath. Your insecurities, your fears, your discomfort, your guarded spirit. God's love is always the remedy. Will you allow God's love to take a permanent residence in your heart? Are you ready to welcome this love into your life? Because Lord knows he would do anything for you. Ugh. It's the love for me. It's really the love for me. (laughs) I pray you enjoyed our discussion today and felt the agape love all up in the building. If you want to be locked in with this love, join me back here next month. And if you do not have a church home, I'd love to connect you with one. So please take advantage of the ways to connect with me listed in the description. Welcome to the family love bug. And remember, God loves you. And so do I. We'll talk soon. Bye.